A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Maybe. <laughs> Hello, listeners. I am Kyle Gunn. You're here as always with Michael Heinish. It's Hello. You say yes. <laughs> Together we are Fantasy Brews, the podcast for the casual fantasy player who wants to know just enough to compete. Make sure to go follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Brews Pod. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Podbean, Google, or Spotify. Please help spread the word. My fiance Jackie, will be joining us as well in a little bit. She's going to... Hop into the quote-unquote studio at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Week one is in the books, so we got to prep for week two right away. But first, we have to slow things down with some beer. Because that makes time slow. Yeah. Magic. (laughs) What do we have? You picked it up. It looks like Green Goblin. Yeah, the beer is called Ectogasm. It's an IPA from Drecker Brewing Company. I got it because the name made me laugh, and the art made me smile. Oh, crap, I grabbed the wrong side. I do pick a lot of my beers based on cans. <laughs> I will be honest. How many That's of you have... the thing with wine. You always, like, pick the prettiest bottle. For sure. Would I just get you uh, Sheep Thrills? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love Sheep Thrills. <laughs> I just think of Fantasy Factory with the, like, the, oh, the cat. laser cat horse. Yeah. All right, let's try some ectogasm. Hmm? It's good. It's citrusy. It is. It's hoppy. I like it. Jackie, what do you have? Mike picked me up these Coors Seltzer. I had no idea Coors even had Seltzer. It's quite t- tasty. I mean, it's I feel like a new. seltzer, so it's not going to be anything <laughs> Is it riveting. differentiate itself from all the other seltzers? It says it restoring our rivers on the can, so maybe it's good for the environment. I love rivers. Yeah, you know what? It's actually pretty good. Well, well, not I have a drink for the you environment. You know, they... they <laughs> They all pretty much taste the same, but there are some that I like better than others. This is pretty good. Off the bat, we just need to do the Justin Tucker update. He has 8 out of 141 points on the yeah. season so far. What, did, he, did he score, was it two field goals and some extra points? or was it just all, No, it was all extra points. Five no, and three. One, it was yeah. a field goal and next Field goal and five extra points. 38 points together. So he's at 8 points out of 141. Keep it up, Justin. If you don't recall, or if you're joining us during the season... You, we are, we're tracking how many points Justin Tucker scores. What was it? Four years in a row, he scored 141. Three. This is this is gonna be for year four. So we're we're gonna we're rooting for you, Justin. 141 NFL points. You got this, Justin. We'll give you updates every week. Other than that, um, as always, we're gonna be starting the show off with some interesting facts and stats, then recapping Week One as well as any news updates that have happened thus far. Followed up with a little NFL scuttlebutt coming from Jackie. Then our week two highs and lows, as well as our Thrive Fantasy prop lock of the week. I didn't win any money last Thursday. On the we we both put it on the game. Yeah, you I, won. You doubled your money. Yeah, I, I came out with ten. It was a I missed it barely. I just missed it. And then on Sunday we had some guys going. We kind of grouped up for our Sunday lineup. We took our prop lock of the week in Dalvin Cook. And we took the over of seventy-seven and a half of yards or whatever, and it was under. <laughs> Uh, I didn't win any money that time, but I have, fortunately, a lot of extra money to play with because I used Code Fancy Brews. <laughs> oh, my God. Then we will do something funny. Oh, I forgot to update my notes. 
<laughs> I started these. I started these notes last week before we had the full rundown of the show. Yeah. And in my rundown, I was I was gonna update this one and figure it out. Like, I go. Then we will do something funny, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope we do. Maybe and that's it. Right we, we, we're gonna we're gonna be highlighting our own Sunday, uh, <laughs> and then we're gonna round it all out with some fan, with some Bruce clues. I didn't read through these after I finished them. <laughs> I just was like, yeah, you got it. You you're probably good to go. There's something funny right there. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Your fact. Yeah. Your stamp. And there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. So no team has ever uh, even played, let alone won, a Super Bowl in their own stadium. Vikings almost did. They were the closest. They yeah. were so close. So <laughs> it's kind of it's funny uh, because I, I was looking more into this, and I guess there's like there's like a the Super Bowl curse is like a, a real term, and it's used in a couple different ways. But the the main way, and this was actually more like nationally recognized in '92 when the Washington Post used the term the Super Bowl curse in print. The idea is that the team hosting the Super Bowl just doesn't make it there. And they actually typically have a bad season. From 1966 to 2011, the teams hosting the Super Bowl, only 11 them of them had winning seasons. Four of them went like 8-8. Eight and eight, and since then 66? Since 1966. There's only been 11 winning seasons for teams hosting. Holy shit, yeah. that's crazy. Oh, oh, like, however many years that is, <laughs> you take away six years because there were six years where like the Super Bowl was in a te- in a stadium that wasn't like a team's stadium. Yeah, but yeah, only eleven teams had winning seasons. Four of them That's were eight, eight, twenty-five <laughs> losing seasons. What? Uh, Kyle alluded to it, but only a few teams have actually even made the playoffs: the '94 and '98 Dolphins, the 2016 Texans, and then the 2017 Vikings made it all the way to the uh, championship, the conference championship round, where they lost seven to thirty-eight to the Eagles. If you don't know where the Super Bowl is being hosted this year, you didn't listen to last week's episode. Raymond James. Yeah, they're playing in uh, the Buccaneers Stadium. And so Tom Brady and his Buccaneers could become the first team to play and possibly win a Super Bowl in their home stadium. They're going to have to have a better game than a better year than what last Sunday looked like. They will. In week one. But yeah, a lot of kinks yeah, to work fun. out, I imagine, you know, for something. A lot of teams like start out real slow. <laughs> so here's the hoping they, well, I don't hope they break the curse, I guess, because then the Packers aren't there, but. We'll see what happens. I like, uh, I just like, you. we've talked about this, and I just think it's funny. It's got to be talked about. It's Josh McCown. Become, <laughs> he's become the oldest practice squad player in NFL history at the age of 41. Do tell. He's the oldest ever on the practice squad. His new contract with the Eagles allows him to, he lives at his home in Texas. He, he just stays there. Wait, but Texas isn't in Philadelphia. It might the other be. way around. They could, Philadelphia could be in Texas, though. That's good. They could be. Maybe. <laughs> His new con... Um, so he, he doesn't need to travel anywhere. He's paid about $12,000 a week and is the emergency, emergency backup behind Wentz, Sudfeld, and Hertz. <laughs> so he pays... He gets paid twelve grand a week to watch his own team play football on TV? Basically. Well, it sounds like great. If I could have gotten $12,000 for doing what I did yesterday, <laughs> I'd be set. That sounds really... Well, you watched a lot of games, so you should theoretically make a lot more money. Yeah, I'd be... Um, Everyone's back up. <laughs> but, and I, I like this too because uh, old quarterbacks are living it up right now in the NFL with uh, the Brady's Breeze matchup this past week being the oldest matchup of two right. starting quarterbacks ever. <laughs> the combina- combination of age, but old guys, they're doing it. They're Do you know how old Breeze is now? Is he is he 40 yet? Yeah, he's so 40. Like they have more than 80 years of. Holy crap, that's insane. Which is, it's crazy because the NFL, all these, oh, there's these old quarterbacks that so I guess you could throw in like Roethlisberger, Rivers. And then I saw, like, the new wave is coming in. This isn't age, but they're all young. This is the most starting quarterbacks in week – most black starting quarterbacks in week one. In nice. In the NFL history, there were 10. 
Wow. They're all generally young. Yeah, yeah. Which is why like I, that made me think of that. That's but I was like, that's good. And then they're all different. Like, they're all their own style, too. They're not like... I mean, None like, of them are like the well, Brady's like, or Patrick the Mahomes Brady. and Lamar Jackson, who are like so incredibly yeah. talented and so very different in the way they play. Kyler too. Murray, Tyler yeah. Taylor, oh Cam Newton. Yes, Cam Newton. Oh, yeah. But I'm just so happy football's back. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> we'll recap Week One really quick. Just run through a few of the highlights and some of their um, word for effect ramifications. You can go ramifications. <laughs> First one, I bet you're wondering, Kyle, why are you wearing that awesome Jaguars Gardner Minshew jersey, but Dude, you don't even have a mustache? Because <laughs> Gardner Minshew is looking real good week one. You have a metaphorical mustache. You're, you're there with Gardner. Metaphorical. He's 19 for 20 for 173 yards and three tutties. He's just the fourth quarterback in NFL history to complete 95% of his passes in a game. I actually saw that. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm, I'm so happy that he did well this week. Dude, I, I am so happy. I mean, not to like interject too much, but my my high defense of the week just got wrecked. Oh, the my Colts. God. And I, against, yeah, Minshew did this against a top-rated defense. Oh, man. And so that makes me think like it wasn't just a week one dupe. Like, mm-hmm. Minshew could actually be a real good deal. That was that was a fun game to watch. I loved watching that game, and the, I saw the the one TD to Chanel Jr. as well. I was pumped to watch. And Chanel he's Jr. just as good of a dancer in the in the end zone as his teammate DJ Chark is, <laughs> <laughs> who also scored. Well, Chanel Jr. is worth a pickup in a lot of leagues and a lot of redrafts. He probably won't be taken yet, but he is definitely considered. He showed a couple of good moments, like. Of all rookie receivers, not many did anything. Yeah. Like, they st- there's still some that got some tutties, but they're small flashes. They weren't overly involved because they're still getting used to it. But still, yeah, I'm getting a week one touchdown. I feel like it's huge. Chanel was on the field a lot, and he's basically the second receiver behind DJ Chark, right? Yeah. CD Lamb was getting a good amount of catches. Yeah, he was definitely well. involved a little bit for sure. A good amount. Maybe Jared Judy tonight. We're recording on Monday. Yeah. Big deal with it. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks still figuring it out. Not a terrible game. Could be worse. It's a tough matchup. Brady, 23 for 36, 239 yards, two passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown, two picks, one of which was not his fault. Yeah. <laughs> Whose fault was it? <laughs> Who Michael. Was, Evans ran the <laughs> wrong route. He stopped. You saw Brady just screaming. Yeah. But, and the Bucks pretty much blew the game on a turnover during kickoff. Like, that was the final straw. Mm. So... That was just them being stupid. Mike Evans held to one catch for two yards and a touchdown. He was just, they're being limited. He'll pick it up, obviously, once he's healthier. You're probably not happy as a fantasy owner of Mike Evans, but how pissed would you be if that wasn't a touchdown? Right. (laughs) That touchdown saved any, like, any little bit of... I can't think of words today. If you're uh, in a league that like, you get penalized for like implied interceptions, like Mike Evans loses points because he ran the route wrong, that's not it. Now what's the word I'm looking for? What's the when you're like the context? Oh, you're going to be worth nothing, but then last second you get something to make you at least a little bit. I don't know. Was it a garbage time touchdown? I don't think still it's still over. I can't think of the words today, man. <laughs> but we're drinking more. We'll figure it out. I'll let you know what that word was. <laughs> Everyone out there is like sitting there, just listening, like screaming a word. <laughs> this Kyle! Texans showing a little bit of promise, but they definitely need a minute to get going. Watson was doing basically everything for the team. That he was. They could. They compared him. I don't know if this was on something I read or on the TV, but they compared him to LeBron. Oh, I think it was. Yeah, I don't know. They, but they're like, yeah, it, it was just like, hey, can you please 
do all of it for us. But David Johnson looked decent as well. 105 oh. total yards and a touchdown. First touchdown of the entire NFL season. <clears throat> yes. I'm happy that he, he looked pretty decent. Cooks will be healthier and the Texans will find their rhythm as well. It's one of those six, basically the exact same situation as the Bucks. It's a whole different team. The offense is very different. Right. As well, I lo- this was mind-blowing when we were watching this. <laughs> Washington scored 27 unanswered points to shock the Eagles 27-17. That was insane. We were watching it, and it was like 17-nothing. We're like, yeah, we're not even going to turn this on. We didn't, we didn't even bother turning we, it Yeah, on we had first. like, we could choose like, what, four or five games to yeah. watch in total, and we just kept like, that one never came on. But and, we then kept all seeing- sudden, and all of a sudden they kept coming back. We're like, what is going on here? Oh, look, they scored a touchdown. Now uh, it's 24-7 or whatever. I was off a little bit with my Eagles defense prediction. <laughs> there were no turnovers they got. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. Was that your high defense too? Yeah. So we both of our high defenses were not so high. Well, it was a weird They game. weren't bad. It's like they didn't like fuck your team. And no one really balled out in that game except Goddard. 101 yards and a touchdown. That's like the only... Yeah. Good stat line. Everyone, no one else did it. Haskins didn't do shit. Yeah, every every time a touchdown, like I saw the... Payne the, Barber the got like team. two or three yard touchdowns. Like yeah, that's not the, even exciting. He was the goal line back at you, those tutties. But every time the... But he still had like no yards. <laughs> right. And every time they, like, the point, the score went up, I'm like, oh, did Terry McLaurin do something? And he finished like three 61. for five or something. Yeah. 61 yards, I think he had. He'll come back. Don't you worry. Cam Newton going to earn that money. Yeah. Taking the pages to one and oh. 155 passing yards, 75 rush yards, two rushing touchdowns. I mean, I, I'm obviously a huge Patriots fan. I'm still not a huge Cam fan, but I'll take it. I'm not going to complain. And what did he wear afterwards? Oh my God, he what did he looked like? He's he, known for his fashion. Yeah, bright yellow suit. And it was a something oversized hat and the glass. He looked like he's from something. Know. I can't remember. Natalie was talking about it when we were watching games. Oh yeah, I remember. It kind of looked like the man from Curious George, man in the yellow hat. Well, that'd be hilarious if that's what he was going for. I I don't I don't know. He's his fashion is on its own planet. <laughs> he likes to he likes to stand out. But, hey, but as long as he keeps winning, I mean, probably should have scored more than twenty one against the Dolphins. But <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you you know you, the you defense did it, a lot getting three picks. Yeah, yeah, they did. Fitzpatrick work. still they said he's still gonna be the starter week two. I I throw two in there. Why not? But. Because the Dolphins have who do they got next week? Bills. Ooh, that's not going to be any better for Fitzpatrick. It's a yeah, that's a tough. <laughs> no, that's, that's not a really be tough any better one. at all. Baker Mayfield disappoints. Yeah, oh. uh, 189 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. If he doesn't get it together soon, he's gonna he's gonna get benched. He's been around this long because he was the first overall pick. Six points against the Ravens. The Ravens yeah, don't even no. have they have a decent defense, but it's, six yeah. points? Are you kidding? It's a good one, but then you have, you just have that situation where, like, you're behind, you're trying to throw. Like, they're not going to win the game when they're down by 30 points, but you think they could get a garbage time touchdown. I, I'm already looking to drop try. Him in my league. I'm dropping them. I don't blame you. I, I had a lot of hope <laughs> for him this year, and it's we're just one game in. You never know, but. I'm going to pick up Brady. Honestly, yeah. I'm going to pick up Brady. Uh, it's between Brady and Matt Ryan. I hate Matt Ryan. <laughs> but I'm considering picking him up. Over, <laughs> like, I was really hoping Mayfield would. I mean, it's been one week, yeah. But <laughs> it's been one week in two years. True. Or whatever. Like. I thought he could. Yeah. It, I mean, he had, a good, he had a pretty good rookie year. This has, and Joku just hit I IR. I saw that too. So, yeah. I mean, they still have Hooper, but How he did didn't do, do anything. Yeah. No, he didn't do anything. He was my low guy. Yeah. Hey, hey. Very <laughs> nice. I don't think I have any. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Never mind. 
And then finally, uh, Joe Burrow puts together an amazing two-minute drill, and then the kicker missed the game-time field goal. That would have brought him in overtime, right? Yes. Wow. Uh, it's a pretty good first outing, though, for the rookie against a pretty good D against the Chargers. 193 yards, one pick, 43 rush yards, and a rushing touchdown. He was showing him he's a pretty mobile guy. You're probably so, asking, Mike, why aren't you wearing your Burrow jersey? Because they lost. <laughs> Oh, I wanted to so bad. But. I, I can't wait to still watch a couple of Burrow games. Oh, yeah. It'll be exciting still. And I think you have that narrative for every single team where, like, it's just week one. They have to figure things out. But what, what do you say? For, like, what about the teams that won? Are they going to figure things out, too? Like, who knows? And you have situations. Well, and then you have situations like Tampa Bay where, like, it's so much more of a change, right, than some other teams. Like the Saints, for example, had, like, no changes or whatever. But, but I think the Bengals are one of those teams that will... Like, they're not going to be a crazy good, but they're going to get Mixon notably did. better. Mixon didn't really do it. He was quiet. Yeah, he, he was definitely quiet. And I, I just think is that as Burrow gets a little more comfortable and figures things out with his new team, right, and, and the new system, all that yeah. stuff, I, they'll, they'll get better for sure. Uh, those are the top stories we had from week one. And now the news updates. What happened after week one or during week one? With Mike and Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Marlon Mack. Colts running back out for the season. What a bummer. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks for them hard. First, you get Phillip Rivers as your quarterback. <laughs> then Max out. What else is going to happen to them? <laughs> you can keep one. You have to keep one. Phillip Rivers, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Wow, and you hate Matt Ryan. I hate Phillip Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him. I, just so, don't like Rivers. I hate him both, but Matt Ryan will score more fantasy points. <laughs> he's got more kids than he has career QB1 finishes. I don't know if you're joking. No, that's. That. I think he's got eight kids and five QB1 finishes in, in per week. This is week. This isn't even a year. This is week. Oh, wow. He's got five weeks in his whole career where he's been QB1. He's only been playing since 2006. <laughs> only. <laughs> but how much, how, how often, like, when he has his first kid? I mean, he might, you know, might not be enough time. Wait, what time is it? He's probably got nine now. <laughs> like, if he had his first kid in 2003, then you had to give him... Three more years after he retired. Well, I heard a baby stats. polo being bought. I think, it's, <laughs> I think he had another one. <laughs> Marlon Mack tore his Achilles in the loss to the Jags. Duval. <laughs> Naheem Hines would be the guy to aim for on waiver wires. Right. He, Jonathan Taylor was named starter, but still, Jonathan Taylor is going to be owned. Naheem Hines is probably not going to be owned. Right. Yeah, you're not. Weeks. Well, I was. that's what I was going to say. Is like Jonathan Taylor's being drafted in like the third or fourth round. And for me, I didn't get him anywhere. I thought it was just too expensive. I figured you're going to have to wait a little ways into the season for him to really like catch fire. Nope. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you drafted him that early, don't come to me like you made a great pick. You, you got it handed to you. <laughs> but congratulations for having Jonathan Taylor on your team. Yeah. That fucking sucks for you, Brian. That fucking sucks so fucking hard. Wow. Wow. Not that you knew that was coming, but I'm just saying. That sucks. <laughs> Blake Jarwin as well, Cowboys tight end, feared out for season. He was some people liked a lot to just... I was oh. really looking forward to watching him play this year, and that, that sucks. It I, sucks bad. I don't know if I meant... I don't think I mentioned this. I, I was... It was like a couple weeks ago, I was listening to the fantasy footballers while mowing the lawn, and I, I don't remember the other names, but Blake, uh, Blake Jarwin's like one of a small number of tight ends that has had a 100-yard and three-touchdown game. It's like Gronk and a couple other guys or something like that. Like He, he could have been so great. That offense is going to be great. Oh, yeah, man. it doesn't hurt the Cowboys offense that much because right. they, they just would have been that much scarier if he was like healthy. Tore his ACL in the loss of the Rams. If anything, it's like a slight boost for CeeDee Lamb or something. 
Yeah, um, not an update. Dalton Schultz and Blake Bell are moving up in the depth chart, but uh, you don't, don't need to pick them yeah, up. Don't, don't bother. Yeah. They're they they've got three receivers that will pick up the load. <laughs> I, like sometimes I wonder if our if our audience really is like the people that are like into football a little bit, but don't know all the names. Like sometimes I wonder if they don't know some of the names we talk about. But the two you just said, I don't know. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, they're definitely not worth picking up right now. Maybe one of them balls out and you can get them. I mean, if Blake Jarwin wasn't going to succeed this year, it would have been because they have so many other people to throw the ball to already. Yeah. Alvin Kamara and Dalvin Cook getting paid. Both of them getting five years. Kamara, $75 million of new money. Cook, $63 million with $28 million guaranteed. And this Madison drops a little bit in my book, in Dynasty especially. You immediately tried I, to start trading I know, him. I tried it. I, was, I wanted to trade him before the season even started. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I got him last year in the second round. I don't need to hold on. You know, that actually, Lindsay already. If you if you were drafting and looking just at rankings while drafting and you drafted Madison, you probably should try to trade or him or he can be dropped. He, he did a great bag of rolls. Like yeah, he, he's a good the player. Game. But yes. the reason you got him, the reason the rankings in your draft put him that high is because there was the chance that Dalvin Cook holds out. Mm-hmm. So he, he like, if you were drafting today, he's he would be way lower, notably lower in the rankings. So it's something to consider. Next offseason is going to be crazy with all the good running back free agents. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to be a really good draft class, too. They're locking a bunch of them down, but there's still a ton of them that are free agents. A lot of teams won't have money to franchise tag these guys, much less sign them to deals like... Kamara Cook. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if this is in your notes or not, but there was just a little blurb about Devonta Freeman visiting a few teams. He had four teams that I think he was actually talking to or yeah, something like that. Yeah, he said somebody was talking to him on the cell phone, and he said he's picking from a couple of teams. Interesting. Yeah, and, you know... Don't know what that means. Do you think... I mean, what if it's the Colts? Or something like that, you know? Like Marlon Mack just got hurt? That'd be interesting, and that that would really suck for. I mean, that just throws Philly, you in that confusion. Philly needs some help. Yeah, they need some help at running back right yeah, now. Yeah, Sanders missed the game. Didn't even make Boston the trip. Scott left with an injury. Oh, did he? I didn't. Yeah. I, missed I don't that. think it's anything big, but I know he was out for a little bit. I started him in Dynasty, which I won so bad. I had Josh Jacobs, so obviously that's why I lost in your league. <laughs> I'm I'll, I'm gonna win. But those are the news updates. Let's go on to our <laughs> week two. Highs and lows. I'm going to start with my choices for quarterback. My high quarterback is Tom Brady of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm. He did not have a terrible week one against the Saints D. The Saints have a tough D. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And he still put together a decent, decent stat line. He's going up against Carolina, who didn't really do much against the Raiders in week one. And I'd say the Bucks have a better offense than the Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> And it'll go through more of the, the quarterback than the running back. Yeah, <laughs> like and, the, the and the Raiders even gave up, uh, or the Carolina gave up a decent amount of receiving yards to the running backs as well. So Brady's got plenty of options for that, for sure. Something I didn't realize is how not good their defense, the pa- uh, Panthers, sorry, defense is. Oh, like, yeah, no, they don't have. I just, I know they're like ranked so low in the, in the, the you know, the of, of all 32 teams. Well, it's like, like their whole, well, their, their whole team, like they're projected to do pretty poorly this year, but you think about their offense and like, their worst players like Teddy Bridgewater, I guess, on offense. They're so good, but I guess I'm so happy Robbie Anderson balled out. Yeah, Ooh. I because I, I was I've been talking about like Robbie Anderson's gonna be sneaky good, mm-hmm. and he week one showed it right away. <laughs> Our Curtis Samuel pick is looking sad right now, but it's only been one week. You can't overreact. Yeah, I think Brady's gonna get the shakes out. He's 
now they're going to do their thing. Uh, Evans will be healthier in week two, and Fournette will be more involved. So I see I see them bouncing back huge. I see Tom Brady having a real good game. I am low on Sam Darnold from the Jets. Not too much to talk about <laughs> against Buffalo that he did in week one. Uh, now he faces an even scarier D. He plays the 49ers. Oh, jeez. So that's just... And then the week three, he plays the Patriots. Jeez. Sam Darnold oh is just... Gosh. Like, I don't care how good he might be. You start the season off against Buffalo, the Niners, and the Patriots, you're not going to look good. That is a gauntlet. You are not going to look good. <laughs> it's really good that it's like his only... Is, is his second year, right? Or whatever? Like third. It's, it's the third year. It's good that they didn't like draft like a... Like, there's not a quarterback in the wings or whatever. Like, yeah. the, like Ryan Fitzpatrick, if he had those three matchups and fucked up, you know, which who doesn't, I guess. I'm thinking he's going to throw at least two picks. I think Richard Sherman will have one. In each match? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's got tough D matches all year long, and it could be the end of his starts. <laughs> Darnold is just as at risk as Baker Mayfield's getting benched. Do you think the the uh, guys who make and gals that make the schedule, do you think they hate Adam Gase, too? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Buffalo, and then huh, Niners. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, Patriots. What if they played the Patriots three times this year? Stephon Gilmore got his first pick of the season yesterday. Oh, you were wearing the jersey during the game. Pew, pew, pew. We got a quarterback this week. Okay. You might ask me why I'm wearing this Josh Allen jersey. Uh, Josh Allen is going to have a fantastic week again. He lit up the Jets in week one. Had a great stat line. Uh, as you know, he's a rushing quarterback, so he you get more points for that in, in most fantasy football leagues, not in yours, but then uh, compared to passing touchdowns. When Josh Allen was entering the league, everyone and his mother compared them to Cam Newton, who just did a pretty good job against, against the Dolphins. Against the Dolphins, <laughs> the very same team. And, and that was with Cam like on a new team. You know, he's got all this stuff to figure out. But with Josh Allen, he's got a lot of consistency. The one big change is, oh, by the way, here's Stephon Diggs for you to play with. So you have Stephon Diggs and John Brown going up against that soft Miami D. Plus, Josh Allen can run all over the place as well. He had 312 yards and two passing touchdowns last week, week one, along with another 57 and a touchdown rushing. So he's going to be great. And now he's going against... uh, I guess my, my kind of general analysis was just Cam did a really good job, uh, a pretty good job against Miami. Josh Allen has like a better team all over the place on offense. Maybe the offensive line is the one spot where it's not. So he's going to be awesome against Miami, uh, especially with that rushing baseline. He's so safe. How how Dawson Knox do? I had saw his name on the list. I was looking at the list. Of I'm tight just ends curious. A bit like I didn't see anything about him. He yeah, if he's the starting tight end for the uh, the Bills as well. He did. He had two catches for 26 yards. Better so, Gronk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Gronk was my low tight end of last week. So that right. worked out for me. All right. And my uh, low quarterback, this is definitely not one of those sit this guys, but more, I just worry a little bit lower your initial expectations. It's actually Deshaun Watson against the Ravens. Hey. Uh, <laughs> 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 you might be mad. So Watson posted a pretty respectable 251-1 and against the Ravens. He had an interception. Uh, he did have 27 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown as well. Against the Chiefs. Pretty good defense with the Chiefs. And he no, was. You said Ravens. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't sorry. know if you were talking about last year if they played each other. So week like week one on Thursday, that right. was his stat line against the Chiefs without DeAndre Hopkins, which is a little, you know, that kind of sucks as well. And then this week they play the Ravens. I think the Ravens have a better defense than the Chiefs do. I'd say they'd be pretty even, yeah. They're, they're pretty close, but I... I Ravens maybe a little edge. That's... And that, that's where I put them. So I think he's going to have a good, not great game. Hopefully Brandon Cooks can, you know, get it going. I don't know if last week was, like, it's his first week on the team. He was dealing with an yeah. injury. 
But how much of that is still true, right? I mean, I don't know. So we'll find out. We'll see what happens. I could see him having like a very similar stat line to against the Chiefs. Right. Um, basically the same, which it was not a bad game. I got a solid like 26 out of them. Yeah. And- yeah, for sure. It was, a, it was a pretty solid. So like, I guess I bring it up because like I, you're going to start Deshaun Watson if you have oh, him. Oh, yeah. 100%. I think it's more and more, it's more like if you're like looking at your flex spot, like between two guys, if your matchup is close, maybe you take the guy who's got a higher ceiling. But just, just. I don't know if you're going to get more than what you got last week. You might get a little less, but he's not going to. He's he's amazing. He's not going to crap your team. Speaking of extensions, we already not talked about crap it, but. your team. I could Boom. start Minshew against the Titans. I mean, he did that to the Colts. That's team. yeah. Like uh, <laughs> maybe I'll give it another week or two before I consider. That's interesting because obviously Deshaun Watson. Oh, is he? Like, he's obviously better, but how much better is he? I mean, Gardner's looking pretty good. Gardner's mobile when he needs to be, too. Yeah, like he's great absolutely. at evading the guys coming in on him. He's good at escaping. I mean, Watson, obviously, we saw how he had to do everything. He was escaping nonstop yeah. against the Chiefs. I'm surprised Especially he's able Clark to run so fast with $160 million in his pocket. Hey, oh, he's all on him. It's just a one check, though. So it's Yeah, that's just a piece paper. of paper. <laughs> I'm sure he had it with him in his pocket for the whole contract. <laughs> Running backs, this week you like this. I'm high on Kenyon Drake. Oh, yeah, yeah. Arizona Cardinals. He had a decent week one outing. Nothing spectacular, but he had a decent week one outing. They're now facing Washington in week two. Washington faced a very banged up Eagles running back group, so he didn't get a good measure of their D there. They showed an actual halfway decent pass D against Wentz, which is why I'm thinking if they actually go up against some running backs, that might be what gets them. I mean, Chase Young, I loved watching Chase Young. Second day. overall pick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chase Young showing what he can do early. So he's going to be going in on the quarterback. I can see Kenya Drake busting a few long runs. So I'm high on him, and I'm not normally high on him. It's good that he got that touch. I think he got a touchdown kind of yeah. later in the game. Yeah. Which he had like 60-some rush yards. Not too bad. Um, so no, but I, I, I don't see Washington keeping this up. I think yes. that was a fluke. If, if we're going to call one week one fluke, that's it. <laughs> you mean the 27 unanswered points? I don't even like the Eagles. The team, the nameless team. I, d- I don't think the Eagles are a good team. I think they are I think they would be good if they didn't get... I feel like they've just been shattered by injuries the last two years. Oh, yeah, nonstop. Well, I think they'd before be Before okay. that, when the Wentz was out for Foles. I mean, yeah. they won a Super Bowl out of it. But. Well, and Wentz is there, like, Wentz is so good, but it's been rough. It's been a rough go of it so far. Speaking of that, freaking Trubisky actually had a good game. Yeah. Against oh the Lions, D. What a, another comeback. I mean, Lions don't have a great D, but I mean, they at least have one guy. DeAndre Swift dropping that touchdown. Oh, my God. God. Watching oh. that, I was like, oh, no, he could have won the game right there. I wonder how many people started him in, in like, redraft leagues especially. Oh, I didn't. I, I don't think many people would, but if you did, you're probably so sad. Oh, my God. But he, didn't he score? He scored once, though, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So he would have had a second game-winning touchdown or game-saving touchdown or something. So my high, Kenyon Drake. I am low on Chris Carson from the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. He only had six carries in week one. I was high on him last year, and he, he caught two touchdowns. But last yeah, week, he, sorry. he had just as many catches for two tutties. Wow. Um, he's up against New England in week two, though. That's a tough And uh, Hyde had one more carry than Carson in week one, so I actually, Hyde might actually be involved. Like I know they've been saying it, but no one's been believing it. But that's, that's <laughs> only 13 carries. I And Rashad Penny's hurt. Maybe Rashad Penny will be great when he comes back. I know, but it, it kind of shows Hyde's going to be. But if they're only giving out that many and they're splitting them in half, that means still means Hyde's yeah. going to get a decent amount. Right, right, for sure. Uh, kind of shows he will be more involved than anyone really thought. So uh, I'm low on Carson, especially when it's up against New England. Um, Dolphins didn't really get much of their run game going. 
Some random guy had a couple touchdowns. Who the hell was that guy? I don't even know. It's, it wasn't Howard or Brita? No. Howard had Was it Patrick one. Laird? That's the only other person I can name. No, it was another. I don't know. Yeah. Dolphins are stupid. You, you know, <laughs> you had mentioned a couple episodes ago, like, the Seahawks are viewed as, like, a running team, and you're like, why? Like, look at their quarterback and receiving core. And I was more on the rushing side. Like, I, the talent there, I totally acknowledge, but they, they just ran it so much last year, and... I mean, it's only week one, we'll see, but damn, like, Russell Wilson threw the ball so many more times than I think he did at all last year. I think he had 39 attempts. Yeah. He was the best quarterback on the week, I think. That's crazy. That's nuts. All right, well, my running backs. I am high this week on Joe Mixon. This is kind of a confidence boost sort of move. He definitely underwhelmed fantasy owners, including myself, on Sunday, but you want to read between the lines. I think he had, like, 69 yards or something, but he carried the ball 19 times. I mean, like, when you draft a running back as early as you draft, like, those these guys... You want to get the opportunities. Like, Chris Carson can touch the ball six times on the ground. That is that is genuinely scary, even though he played better than Joe Mixon. Well, the Chargers D, too. That, he's up, he was up against the Chargers D. So it's a pretty good got, D, for sure. Yeah. And who did uh, oh, the Bengals last... Who did they just play? Chargers. Oh, wait, oh I, I thought you were yeah. talking about the... Oh, I thought you were talking about Chris Carson. No, no, the no, Falcons. no, 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 no. Yeah, so... Uh, Brian, you now. Yes, Joe Mixon. <laughs> tough defense. Well, this week, it's the Giants. So definitely a friendlier defense. Oh, God. Joe Mixon got 20 total touches between rushing the ball and, and, and a single catch. If if Joe Mixon got one touchdown on those 20 touches, we're not having this conversation right now because he would have been great. Yeah. So he, yeah. he was just kind of middle of the road. I think there's worry if you had him last year. He was better at the second half of the year than he was the first half. And then I just kind of mentioned the Bengals. They, they're going to get notably better. They're going to notably improve for sure as the season goes on with their rookie quarterback, Burrow, just getting a, a better feel for his new team and new system and all that stuff. So uh, Joe Mixon is a fine play against the Giants. Yeah, you hope he gets in the end zone. You hope he plays a little bit better. But having a, a nice matchup. Why did I write the Giants? They're not playing the Giants. They're playing the Browns. That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, the, the Oh, yeah. The, no, we were just talking about it. It's the Battle of yeah. Ohio. <laughs> Retcon that. The state no one wants. So they play the Browns, and they play on the short week. I think that really is not that great for like the passing offense scheme uh, with a little less time to prepare. So I like Joe Mixon on Thursday night against the Browns. Uh, they, have a, they have a decent like running defense, but I think that, that the Bengals will just kind of take that little bit of a step up. Joe Mixon will hopefully get involved in the pass game a little bit. Final score of that game, 10-3. to 3. It might be. But <laughs> one touchdown will go to the Bengals, who I am apparently saying are going to win <laughs> with Joe Mixon. All right, and the running back I am low on. Again, another don't sit him. I doubt you could sit him. But Austin Eckler, I'm just a little worried about. I, I had him as a low guy in the offseason, and my that really stemmed from him get t- I think he was going to have a sharp like reduction in receiving work and that's what made him exceptionally valuable last year. He's he's a great runner but he's a fantastic receiver and he had one catch and only one target in week 1 with the new quarterback Tyrod Taylor. They now play the Chiefs who have a pretty good defense as well. So I'm just a little worried about what Eckler can do. He did have 19 carries which was really nice. That's honestly a lot more than I or not a lot more but more than I would have expected. Joshua Kelly, their fourth-round rookie, got 12 carries himself, which that was more than I would have expected. And he yeah. was a little more efficient with them. So, you know, same as with my other low guy in Deshaun Watson. You're, you're going to start Eckler, especially if he's in a PPR. But I don't know. I'm just a little worried. If if you, like, if if Jonathan Taylor was your third running back and you're starting two, I might bench Eckler for Jonathan Taylor and whoever you drafted in the first round or something. Just watch out for it. It's gonna be It's going to be interesting to see. And again, it was week one. You know, maybe this is just everyone figuring it out. And maybe Eckler... Kind of gets back to his normal, you know, amount of targets. Last year, he averaged almost seven targets a game. It was like six point seven five targets a game, and he only came away with one single target in this past game on Sunday. So, 
just be because now he's winning. got Coach Tyrod Taylor Steve passing to him. If any of you guys watch the show Big Mouth on Netflix, I just figured this out. Look at Tyrod Taylor's picture. He looks like Coach Steve, my dudes. I've only seen one episode that you had us watch. Yeah, I got to make a side-by-side comparison of this because it is hilarious. His <laughs> hair is perfect. He's even got like a mustache. And I suspect I'm going to go, I'm Coach Tyron Taylor Steve. <laughs> My dudes, let's throw some footballs. <laughs> but not to Eckler. I'm excited for it. <laughs> Just posting a picture of them. We'll do it. Moving on to wide receivers. I am high on Calvin Ridley. All right. From the Falcons. 130 yards and two tutties in week one against Seattle. Now they're going up against Dallas. Seattle's got a decent D. Dallas just lost a guy and they lost a couple people in the offseason, but still have a decent D. But they're going to put most of their attention on Julio Jones. Yeah. That's what you do. You you have to. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's a slightly better matchup yeah. than the Seattle so, And Julio Jones had a good game week one as well. So did Russell Gage. Yeah, 12 so targets. Dallas is really going to have to figure out their coverage with all three of these guys. And then Hayden Hurst started out slow, but I'm sure he'll get going. Obviously, Julio Jones getting most of the attention. So I'm interested interested to see that matchup. I think Ridley will have another big game, and I think he'll keep it going for most of the season, honestly. He's going to be the Godwin of this year. Yeah. Oh, that's a – I I like that because it's, yeah. it's a bold <laughs> call, but I think that could totally be true. He's going to be the Godwin of this year. I, I don't I don't remember offhand, but he was drafted in like the, the first gallop. second round. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's good. Who's your low guy? Terry McLaurin. Oh, fuck. Is that your low guy? No, it's my high guy. Oh, man, I was wondering when this was going to happen. Let's see. Well, here's our reasoning. I am low on Terry McLaurin because he's held to 61 yards in week one. And now they're up against Arizona. So he's going to have that Patrick Peterson matchup. Peterson's going to lock him down since they don't really have any other threats. (laughs) Washington doesn't. Um, Haskins, still not reliable. Very quiet week one. 170-some yards and a touchdown to Logan Thomas. (laughs) Um, That's true. He's, uh, Haskins is going to have a real rough game against the Cardinals. They did very well against the Niners this past week, pulling out the win there and keeping the Niners to, what, 10 points? That I did not like. Yeah. I like the Cardinals this year. I did not expect them to beat the Yeah, I think it was more. I can't remember the final score, but Garoppolo even put together a decent stat line for why he's throwing again. <laughs> they, <laughs> they remembered. Oh, yeah, we he, have a he's quarterback. A quarterback. We but it, I just see them putting all, most of their attention on McLaurin and it's going to work because they don't have anyone else. Yeah, yeah, they would have to. If you, Would you start him? If, so if you had him on your team, you'd probably grab him in the you know, fifth, sixth, maybe seventh round if you got lucky. Do you, do you Dep- start him? If like, Dep- I mean, it's it depends. It's situational. <laughs> yeah. What else do you have? I'm not saying don't start him, but I'm saying if they're, if you got, if you're up, if it's up for debate on another guy, maybe go with the other that guy. Could be like a tiebreaker. He, he's going to get locked down. It's not going to be all season. He's going to, it's going to be like this. Uh, no, yeah, for sure. Until they bench Haskins for Alex Smith. <laughs> He's their third quarterback. He's not even the backup. I don't remember who the backup is. Kyle Allen, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but, uh, man, if, if, if Alex Smith gets in, maybe he'll have. Who's your high guy? So my my high guy is Terry McLaurin against the Cardinals. What was his stats like last week? Uh, you read him, right? 61 yards. <laughs> oh, you, you know who had less than 61 yards? Julian Edelman, Marvin Jones, DJ Moore, T.Y. Hilton, A.J. Green, Devontae Parker, Deshaun Jackson, and I don't want to scroll. Yeah, but those guys have other teammates worth, <laughs> at, like, walking down. So, <laughs> they, Terry McLaurin, I, I think it's another kind of confidence boost. He, he had, he didn't kill you this past week, but he didn't have, you know, you, you're hoping for more for Soda. You drafted that highly for sure. The football team in general did a pretty good job coming back against what was supposed to be a decent 
at least Eagles defensive unit. Scary Terry had an okay game, but he didn't, you know, boom for your team either. I think uh, the matchup against the Cardinals has some pros and some cons. The matchup against Pat- uh, Patrick Peterson is is definitely worth noting. Scary Terry was being toyed with by Darius Slay the last year, uh, this past week against the Eagles as well. Uh, so another, you know, he's going from one really good corner to another really good corner. Is it Darius Slayton? Uh, no, Darius Slay, right? Oh, yeah. He used to be on the Lions. Uh, so. <laughs> I said Darius Slay, and I was like, what? Wait, hold on a second. So I don't know if the, I don't know if the defensive matchup specifically for McLaurin gets, like, much tougher than it was last week, necessarily. Definitely doesn't get easier, though. Cliff Kingsbury runs that, uh, super fast-paced offense, which he did last year as well. Uh, the, I think the Cardinals last year, uh, were, like, the first in pace of play in the whole league. And that's just good for the, that's good for everyone involved, even good for the opposing team. It just means that the offenses are on the field more, throwing the ball more. So I like McLaurin uh, to get a few more opportunities this last week. I think he's got, he always has that chance at that boom play. It just didn't happen in week one. I think that game's going to be a blowout. You think that Cardinals football team? I mean, if they just Cardinals coming off their 49ers Cardinals win, Washington, <laughs> it's a little bit if I say that. But I, I think, I think you could put Terry McLaurin in. I, I you know, I, I don't. I don't agree with your low guy pick, but I don't think Terry McLaurin's going to come out and be a top 10 receiver this week. But I, I think he'll do just fine. Hopkins tore it off that against was, the Niners. He was somebody I was like, I'm not dumb enough to make him my low guy, but he was somebody I was a little... Loose, yeah, I think you know, they like, clicked. I, I heard in the offseason they were becoming really good friends. I yeah. think it's true. And he just and he just hasn't had any of the, like... He's just been with a rotating carousel of quarterbacks, at least until Deshaun Watson, but now he got traded. Yeah. So he hasn't really had much time to throw, like to, to build that relationship. But what he did with Deshaun Watson was insane. So. I was actually really happy to see that he balled out. Yeah. That I like awesome. him. That was so I awesome. like both of those guys a lot. So it's fun to see them playing well. And who are you low on? I am low this week on Julian Edelman. I think the Seattle defense looks pretty decent after week one. Patriots obviously won their matchup against the Dolphins. They did a good job, but you read off Cam Newton's stats earlier, and specifically his passing stats were 155 yards and no touchdowns. So that, that's a little tough. He almost had one, and Kill Harry fumbled at the goal line into the end zone. That blows. I missed that. Oh, man. It was so close, but it, it sucks because I really want to see Harry do well, too. But he fumbled. It could have been. There was an opportunity for another touchdown, and he blew it. Use your you know intuition here. If the quarterback doesn't score any touchdowns passing, that means the receivers didn't catch any touchdowns. So I... Julian Edelman might be somebody you start. I think he's on that fringe of maybe he makes a, a push for my flex spot or something like that. I would definitely take Terry McLaurin over Julian Edelman this week for sure, for example. But I, I think it's just going to be a lower passing volume offense. I think the Patriots are going to kind of do the ground and pound thing with their defense. That's pretty good. And the rushing game led by Cam Newton of all people. So I, I just don't know how much Julian Edelman will be involved. And he's the slot guy. So, like, at least with, like, Enkil Harry, you always have the chance of, like, that deep bomb touchdown. Julian Edelman is obviously a fantastic player, but I, I worry about the volume he's going to get to be, like, good enough to score points in your fantasy matchup. Next up is tight ends. I'm high on Jared Cook from the Saints. Mm. Uh, he had 80 yards last week, now up against the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, yes. Michael Thomas suffered a high ankle injury. So, even if he does play, I... They should be cost with him. That's one guy you don't want to like further the injury just yeah. by making him play. So I expect Cook to be cooking. Oh, because yeah. <laughs> his name is Cook. I read somewhere that Michael Thomas sounds like they can pro- he can probably play through the injury, but, but I, exactly I would not, like, like I don't want I don't want them to risk it. I want to see him playing all year. Yeah. Like, if there is the slightest chance that and if he you're could playing be through an injury, injury, you know you might. 
perform slightly less. And I feel like the rate, like start them off, but if you're on the Raiders, I feel like they'll get the lead going pretty quick. Sure, for sure. Against the Raiders defense. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm high on Cook because Thomas should hopefully be limited if they're smart. Between that, I'm not saying hopefully like I don't want him playing. I just don't want him being injured further. Right. Yeah. I hate seeing injuries. We actually do have updated news on this front as well. Michael Thomas's injury is actually worse than expected through revealing tests, and he is expected to actually miss a few weeks. So get healthy, Michael Thomas. It's never fun to not have anyone on the field, especially somebody as amazing as Michael Thomas. But that does boost up Kyle's pick of Jared Cook as his high guy. Also, get your Emmanuel Sanders this week. I am low on TJ Hawkinson from the Lions. Ding, ding, ding! We got one for yeah! We got one opposite, Woo! we got one on. They offset, though, so we're at zero. Ah, right. Oh, nice. Yeah, I didn't, I would never expect we would offset. That's so, or like the, there'd be opposite on, that's so weird. Well, let's talk about TJ Hawkinson. <laughs> All right. Uh, he had a good game against Chicago. He did. But he's facing Green Bay. Yeah, they have a pretty good defense. They have a very good defense. Uh, Green Bay only allowed four catches and 39 yards between Irv Smith and Kyle Rudolph against the Vikings last week. Hell yeah. Especially if Galladay is back and healthy, Hawkinson drops a ton. For sure. I don't know if you want me to like say anything else. Is that did I just cover all your bullet points? Yeah, I mean, I just guess say something. <laughs> I do. I do have something. Do you remember how just say his name? You, Hawkinson. Yes, I agree. Do you remember how T.J. Hawkinson did last year to open the season? Uh no, because I don't like him in general. Okay, Fantasy Pros is fucking broke. Every time I try to look at a player's game log, it just brings me to a completely unrelated screen. But T.J. Hawkinson had an insane week one last year. I don't have the exact stat line. I'll find it in a second. But T.J. Hawkinson had an insane week one last year. And he just kind of fucked oh, the rest of the... He played the Cardinals, and they were just letting up points. Yeah, the injury towards the end of the season, too. Yeah, he did. Year. He struggled with that. But he struggled with drops and stuff. Like What happened was T.J. Hawkinson had a fantastic week one. Everyone went to go pick him up. And everyone was sad they picked him up. So I agree with you, <laughs> low guy. Maybe I'll just transition now. So my low guy is T.J. Hawkinson as well, tight end. Kyle Lilly said everything I wrote down except for the week one thing. Nice nips. He showed me his nips. Well, your wife was behind you. Oh, nips. I showed your wife my nips, you <laughs> perv. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's okay. I'm going to give you my high tight end because that was a weird Oh, yeah. Sorry. I forgot. I forgot. You already covered your low. <laughs> you talked about how great Dale Scottert was already. Dale Scottert. Uh, so much more than it hurts. Balled out. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, they, they both scored, I believe. Dale Scottert had so many more yards and he saw the ball more. He had nine targets. He caught eight of them. As the quote unquote second tight end on uh, on that team, he he is the second tight end. Zerk, uh, Zach Ertz, Zerks is great. Zerks, but Dallas Goddard is just going to be involved. My my high receiver last week didn't work out with Deshaun Watson. Jackson. Uh, God damn it! Why do I do that constantly? It's so weird. But I I really like Dallas Goddard, and they they're still dealing with some injuries. Rager was there, Elshon Jeffrey was not, but. They do a lot of two tight end sets if, uh, you know, Miles Sanders being hurt didn't help or really helps Goddard as well. Uh, so I like him and he plays the Rams. Uh, they have a pretty good rushing defense for whatever rushing game this, the Eagles do have. Donald. So yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, definitely look for Dallas Goddard. I, I just love the value. I love the nine targets that he got on, on the, on the game. That was awesome. Debo Samuel just set to IR. Oh man. I'm looking at updates right now. He Debo avoided Samuel it initially. IR. Oh, jeez. Uh, George Kittle with a knee sprain. <laughs> The Niners are just getting wrecked. That's that's pretty rough. Oh, man, that's crazy. But anyways, go on to your defense. Yeah, so my high defense this week. This is one where if you were somebody who like streams defense week to week and all of like the, the best ones are gone, I think you can stream the Bengals' defense against the Browns. 
if you're not aware, fantasy defenses, you want a good defense, but a lot of it is about the offense that you are playing against. Baker Mayfield did not look good at all in week one. No. The Bengals did a lot to upgrade their offense in the offs, or sorry, their defense in the offseason. Uh, some of that has, you know, succumbed to injuries, which kind of sucks. But even still, the Bengals held the Chargers to only 16 points in week one. They now have a better matchup against the Browns and Baker Mayfield. And it's on a short week as well, where there's just less time to prepare for those offenses. So that's generally a slightly good thing for the defense. So if you need kind of a desperation play, somebody you can throw in where kind of the main defenses are gone, I think you could, uh, you know, I think a couple turnovers from the Bengals isn't, you know, out of out of reach at all. And I think they'll hold them to a decent amount of points. And you're low on. My low defense is the Patriots against Seattle. If you have them, you're probably playing them. They were a top-tier unit last year. This season, they lost a few notable pieces to opt-outs. They did okay against the Dolphins in Week 1, but it was also the Dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> Dolphins defense, happy to turn the ball over. Also, the Dolphins lost their best player like halfway through the game in Devontae Parker, the handsome guy. Now they play a Seattle offense that, if they let Seattle... If Seattle lets Russell Wilson throw the ball as often as he did last week, I'm a little worried. 30, 31 points, 38, whatever they scored, he, he threw the ball a bunch. So you, you might end up starting him. I would look for a different, like I would start the Patriots over the Bengals, you know, with my own high and low here, but Patriots are going to be lower on, on, you know, what my rankings would be when I'm stacking my defenses up. I'm high on the Buffalo Bills D up against Miami in week two. Just going against your Patriots. Again, just played Miami. I thought about it. Uh, it's basically a lateral move from their week one matchup against the Jets. Yep. Where they had a pick and a fumble recovery and three sacks. Patriots picked off Fitzpatrick three times last week. And I feel like two is starting week three. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, All Fitzpatrick, right. they had to announce that he's still the starter, which that's never a good sign when they have, <laughs> when they have to be like, he's still starting, guys. He's still going to be starting. They might as well say, we're going to give him another chance. Hey, <laughs> just hear us out. Hear us out. So, Tua starting week three, Buffalo Bills, you're going to have a great week against Miami. And I'm low on the Colts, not just because they lost the Jags, but because they're up against Minnesota in week two, who... Put together 34 points against a good Packers defense. Yeah. They force, the Colts force no turnovers and only one incompletion against the Jags. So that's <laughs> not a good sign. And Cousins that's last true. week against Green Bay, 259 yards, two touchdowns. And also, I have another, oh, this Cook. I was like, why am I have more stuff about Jared Cook? <laughs> Dalvin Cook. I got confused when you were talking about the extensions earlier. It's like, Jared oh, yeah. Cook got extended? Too many Cooks. Too many Cooks. Cooks should really get going week two as well, so I'm low on the Colts, high on the Bills. All right, and now it's time for our Prop Lock of the Week, sponsored by Thrive Fantasy that we've partnered with for this NFL season. I want to be 30, 30 and flirty and thriving. Thrive Fantasy is a daily sports fantasy app for player props. They only ask you about the top-tier athletes, which means no countless hours of research. You just get to choose 10 player props out of 20, of the top-tier athletes that you already love to watch play. Each prop is going to have a fantasy point total associated with an over-under based on the likelihood to occur. And again, you pick 10 out of a list of 20 to earn as many points as you can to earn money. This week, we're going with a hometown favorite. We have an option for Aaron Jones over or under of one half of a rushing touchdown. Aaron Jones has been a beast, a touchdown machine since last year. 
ever since really Matt LaFleur implemented his system as a new head coach. And he's just been going nuts. I think getting at least one rushing touchdown against the Detroit Lions is a steal and a gimme for Aaron Jones. And betting on that player prop will earn you 120 points for the over. So go ahead and lock in Aaron Jones as one of your 10 picks for this Sunday's competition. And don't forget to use code FANTASYBREWS when you sign up for Thrive Fantasy. That uh, will get you a free $20 added to your account with your first deposit of $20 or more. So use code FANTASYBREWS, play some Thrive Fantasy, and best of luck. Hopefully we do a little bit better than our Dalvin Pick Cook from last week that did not go so well. But really it was because the Packers did so well, so I can't be too upset. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll have our guests join us. We are back, and we have Jackie with us now. Hello. We already recapped week one. What were your highlights for week one? What did you see in the games that you're like, ooh, well, that's how she and Anne. I like that. I, mean, I know she doesn't go deep in Anne. She just goes, oh. I mean, I'm sure you talked about it, but I was obviously, you know. We did not talk about Todd Gurley. No, no. I that was, was a cool touch. I was, I was yeah. gonna, I was gonna say Tom Brady, and you know, and Gronk's comeback, and I mean, lack thereof. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. If you I were would. awake the whole time. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I don't know if I was surprised or disappointed. Just that's a good way to put it because what you didn't know what to expect. Like the, yeah. that team's really loaded. Good. Tom Brady's great, but yeah. it's all new and yeah, they'll warm up. Well, yeah, especially without an actual preseason, I'm I'm yeah. sure it'll take a little time. So, but yeah, that was really my only takeaway. I was upset with how well Rogers did yesterday, but <laughs> yeah, it's all, only because I'm playing against him in my league. Gotcha. So. Yeah, Rogers tore it up. So I was happy. Rogers. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you. He did. I didn't. I like. I didn't expect that. In the same no. Thrive Fantasy thing, no I took. I that. took the low on Aaron Rodgers passing yards, and I'm. He fucked me, but I'm happy about it. Think, Thanks, Aaron. If that was literal. You would say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I would. <laughs> Jackie's going to give us some of the latest NFL scuttlebutt. Yeah. Scuttle, look what we found. Hey, let me see. Wow, this is special. There's not much, you know, they're actually, because of the season starting, obviously there's no, like, big drama because they all have to behave and can't catch COVID. So there's really not anything riveting. But we touched on it last time I was on about Patrick Mahomes because we were joking about with his contract that he should sign a prenup. He got engaged like oh. two weeks ago since I've been on that. Was it the this... same day he got a Super Bowl ring? Yeah, so I looked into it a little <laughs> bit color. more. His, he, I guess it's his high school sweetheart, so he's been dating this girl well before he had millions and millions of dollars. Sure. After they had their like ring ceremony at the stadium, he took her up to a private like suite, like a luxury suite within the stadium, and they had it all set up for like a little proposal, and there was balloons and flowers and such. And, as somebody who plans events in a stadium, like, I'm sure it was, like, super cool for whoever got to, like, set that up for them. Nice. But, yeah, engaged now. Congratulations, Patrick. A baller-ass wedding with all that money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get married at the stadium. 
Can he knows a guy. guy. <laughs> that's how he got that discount got hooked up there. I work there. I'm going to discount. That's probably in his contract. Yeah. <laughs> Free wedding at the stadium. I get it. Otherwise, it would have been 504 million. Yeah. yeah. I, I guarantee you did not pay a penny for the, even the like you know proposal. Right. Hey, you just want a Super Bowl. I don't give a shit what you do. Funeral, wedding. I know how that stuff goes. He with the Super like, Bowl ring. Yeah, the like MVP calls you and is like, yeah, he wants to propose to his girlfriend on the suites, and it's like you are like running around to every like flower shop and like can you do an emergency proposal for us things like that's i'm sure how it goes but for yeah, sure we'll see not, <laughs> not sure when i'll have time to get married but in other news uh we actually we were just talking about this before we came back on but cam newton apparently someone from the dolphins is trying to steal his chain like what? after the game yeah he would i mean he must wear some type of chain like a lot of people yeah, do i don't know i, don't I would i feel like i would get choked like yeah. i just think i have a heavy necklace on right now someone grabs the back of that i'd be like <gasps> i don't i don't wear any jewelry ever really but doesn't it like catch your hair and skin like i've yeah like if you have chest hair even like oh yeah i was just out. gonna say like, like what if it breaks or something cam newton shaves his yeah. chest <laughs> I don't ever want to find out the answer. He to does that question. the like but, ripping off his shirt a lot, but he never actually. No, that's not like what he's doing. That's he's like the Superman. I'm thing. hairless and he's razors. <laughs> <laughs> just shaving his chest all the time. He's like, I'm bare naked, so baby smooth. Name For of the, the next episode. time I'm on this podcast, I'm going to research whether or not Cam Newton has chest hair. I'm sure you're going to have. You're going to hate having to look up him shirtless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, apparently a couple of players from the Dolphins were trying to rip off his change. It was a big thing. He talked about it in the post-game press conference that he thought it was kind of cheaper than doing that. But also his outfit going, I don't know if that was into the stadium or out of the stadium or both. Oh, both. Here we go. It was both. We think oh, it's it got a little like bit of chest hair. The mask. Depends on the picture. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe it's like you wear the chain over the undershirt, but under the jersey. A lot of people, I can't remember who it was watching the games, but a lot of people like have them out of the jersey. Like it's just there. And somebody scored really? a touchdown, and I, I and then yeah. I, I wish I could remember. I was looking at the chance. I know, I, see, I, I know who you're talking about, and oh, I, 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 I remember it as well. But I, I feel can't like that has to be out of the dress code to just leave. I would wonder about that. Did you see the kicker with glasses? No. Oh man, I'll show you a picture later. <laughs> We've derailed too much already, but he's hilarious. He's got super big glasses. What else is going on that um, in the non-football? You're talking side? about the outfit. Well, yeah, we were talking about his <laughs> banana suit. I don't mind it. It's a nice color, but yeah, it does look like the mask. Like, yeah, right that's what I thought, too. Um, <laughs> He's smoking. Sure. Oh, I, that's a quote. Yeah, mask. Yeah, Jim Carrey. Understand. Oh, I was going to say Jim Carrey, but I was so scared I was going to get it wrong and embarrass myself. Cameron Diaz. I thought the same thing. Cameron Diaz. I've never seen the movie. The Me neither. I know, I can picture Is that the it, dog yeah. from Frasier? Movie night. Is that the same dog? I haven't I think seen that'd Frasier be a very or hard Nights. thing to just know off the top you of my You keep head. talking. I'm going to look up some <laughs> real quick. <laughs> but, and then my final little scuttlebutt, it's just like a cute, like, wholehearted thing. Juju Smith-Schutzer apparently just bought dinner for someone, like a homeless man, just handed him a bag, and it was just like a nice thing to do. He's obviously playing tonight, so. I said that. I said yes, she had five fantasy points for that. Yeah, yes. This is, <laughs> but then See? I looked up. They were saying that he's he's known for doing really nice things. Like he bought a bunch of people like a meal or groceries or something last year, and also went to prom with a random kid that needed a date. So like, just a really nice guy. It's just good to see things like that. that. Is it really makes cool. me feel better. Um, it's not the same dog. Uh, the dog from Fraser's name is Moose, <laughs> and he was also in My Dog Skip alongside Frankie Muniz. And neither of them were in any of the Airbuds. Well, there were other dogs. Now I gotta look up who the dog from Mask is. 
Keep going. Jackie, did you have doing a I, that, deep dive. that is, you know, that's all I had, so I'm glad you're doing Not a deep dive. Not from Masked Singer. I'm oh, taking you off no. of your notes a little bit, but what do you remember about Cobb's seafood stand? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was on Instagram. See, that's what I need to do is I need to follow all these players on Instagram so I really get the deep dive scuttlebutt. But, and um, nice hot workout vids. Something. <laughs> it's like their hot girlfriends make me feel bad, though. Yeah, it's something that Randall Cobb is like invested or part owns a seafood truck. Seafood it's, food truck. That's <laughs> awesome. It's the worst kind of food to have on. It is yeah, like. I, I was explaining. It's not like they're having like, you yeah. know, canned tuna. I don't know. It's how, also like, in Texas. You know, anything. But I think it's like lobster rolls and like maybe like Cajun food or, you know, sure. I don't know. I, I'll have to look more into it. It is it like, I'm sure it's great, but yeah, when you, when you hear seafood and food truck. Seafood. That's, and the, I, I swear to God, that's like was in the name because I wouldn't just like make that shit up. Yeah. Like no, it, I, it was something sure. called like seafood food truck. <laughs> seafood truck. Seafood. <laughs> no, it was a seafood food truck. Food, food truck. Yeah. <laughs> It's like uh, the Aaron Rodgers old and the dog, Frankie Frank Frank or something. <laughs> well, last bit, um, the dog from Mask is named Max, and he was only in one other no- movie called Mr. Accident, so different dogs. You ever see a, is that movie with the two dogs and the cat that go on a journey? Oh, Milo Notice. No, that was Milo Notice. Homeward Bound. Yeah, great movie. Yeah. Uh, well, we talk about animal movies a lot in this podcast. I know, it all Maybe we should start a side podcast <laughs> about animal movies. Love Jackie, what's your favorite animal movie? Non-animated. Oh, it's going to be Zootopia if it's animated. <laughs> Non-animated I animal movie. I do movie. like Homeward Bound, honestly. Yeah, it's a, it, it's, I, it's I a saw that one. on like some streaming servers or something randomly. Like The cat's name movie was movie. like, what was the cat's name in Homeward Bound? It was something like sassy. sassy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the, you could... Like, none of the animals moved their mouths, but they talked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were so lazy about that. Telecommunication. That cat fell down the river. Yeah. <laughs> they got home, though. They, funny they, they did. They, they made the sequel, even. I think they were, like, lost in San what? Francisco in the sequel? sequel. Yeah, they were in the In the city. big city? Yeah, like, oh, Babe Pig in the big I city. I need to see this. You see the Babe movies? Uh, movies? Oh, you don't know there's multiple Babes? No, just the one Babe. Oh, Babe, you need to see those. We're going to get too Wait, deep into this. Pig? I know too many animal movies. We need to move on. What's the pig in Charlotte's Web? Real quick. Stay tuned uh, for Horn- our next Hornet. Podcast. Hornet. Wilbur. <laughs> Thank you. Hornet. I don't know why I said Who is your favorite animal movie? Not animated. Non-animated. That doesn't count. That's Zootopia lazy. Zootopia doesn't count. Lazy writing if it's animated. How is it lazy writing? Well, I don't know. It's just lazy everything. <laughs> We're going to hit our personal week one highlights from yesterday. Okay. And like I'm, your pad yesterday. I'm glad you joined us. It was the first Sunday of the season, obviously. It was great because we were as lazy as ever, and I was struggling. And it was our first Sunday ever with Sunday NFL Sunday ticket, so we got to rotate between them. And Did you review your NFL Sunday ticket? That's in this. There oh, we go. Okay. Oh, by the way, a correction from, like, weeks ago. Madden, get your fucking shit together. Oh, God. Yeah, Madden blows this year. Oh, my God. Just but the opening song is... The opening song is worse, in my opinion. Than the pre- I, I, oh, no, it's not better, up, but, but it gets in your head because it's oh, the first thing you yeah. hear every time. Someone pull me out because I'm on fire. That's how it goes. <laughs> you know all the baby, baby, baby. Somebody stop me. That's two years ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Apparently. Yeah, Mike and his wife Natalie came over to my house with Jackie, my fiance, this one. Say hi. Hello. See, she's still here. Um, I said hello, but I had beer in my mouth. And you get the MVP award of the day, Jackie. 
You were the top performer. You brought home taco dip from the store, and you pulled up real clutch towards the end. In like you needed to come through, and you did. You made tuna melts and tomato soup. The perfect dinner. It was. Great. Homemade tomato soup. I grew the tomatoes in my garden. Damn. Can't just, like, whip that shit She's up. She's not afraid to toot her own horn. <laughs> did fumble the coffee cup, but brought it back with tuna milk. She did have one turnover. Um, she broke a coffee mug and spilled coffee all over the place. That was But nice. she recovered when it mattered with tuna melts. She won the game. She did. She really did. And with the, you get the top performer of the week. I don't know if I'd call like tuna melts like Sunday football fair. No, but, but it, it hit the spot. Oh, they, yeah. were, I, they were good. <laughs> and I am going to go ahead and give myself the bust of the week. <laughs> how, how was I yesterday? I did. I if you count have... yesterday, early, the wee hours of yesterday morning, I would give you like a negative 10, but... <laughs> Before we got there. Wee hours? I didn't even get up till 11.30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about like 4 a.m. I thought I was... Glass. I was impressed with your performance. You were Thank you. hungover. I didn't... I wasn't... I thought you might be hungover, but I didn't know for sure until you said you were hungover. Why were you hungover? Because we talked about it a few times. Well, we were at a wedding night for Jake, who's been on the show. Spelling me guy. We kept the party going afterwards with a few of my friends. So we were up until like 4 or 5 a.m. <laughs> drinking more. So yesterday I was chugging water and coffee all day. In between filling my mouth with whatever Jackie sent my way. Taco dipping. <laughs> you kept asking for McDonald's and I refused. Yeah, so I got it today. <laughs> of course you did. Did you get McNuggets? No, I just got a chicken sandwich and fries. Just keep it light. Sure, sure. And this coffee I haven't finished yet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's coffee. I've never stopped drinking coffee since yesterday morning. I've just been going all the time. Working on it. Coffee, baby. But I, I promise I will pick it up for the remainder of the season. And I don't see any hangovers in my upcoming weeks. Yeah, we, that was the first the time we've come over we, in like months because we don't do anything. Well, I'm going to be at a wedding neck this Saturday again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Isn't like a family. That's why you're hosting like your Sunday. Friend. Have you met Natalie's family? They drink a lot. You're hosting Sunday, so now I get to come here, so you don't have to come. That's, Andy's that's gonna half the be battle here. is traveling. Yeah, oh, that's, that's this the Sunday? Yeah, that's what I said. I didn't realize either. Yeah, I don't know. Awesome. Any sense of time anymore. <laughs> but ja- though Jackie was the top performer, I don't know that you can keep it up throughout the season because you really start to become spotty as the season progresses. Jesus. She didn't show up as much. Like, literally. <laughs> she just stopped. She just doesn't show up. <laughs> to the game? And she just said she's going to be working more, so... Uh, while she's high. Yeah, yeah I say if you own Jackie in Fantasy League, sell. <laughs> Just trade. Trade her. She's kind of, she's like Minshew. You're like Gardner Minshew to me. I, I love you and I want you to perform this way every week, but I'm still nervous that you can't keep it up. And you have a beautiful mustache. You do have a great mustache. <laughs> That's a compliment coming from me calling you Gardner Minshew. You know I like him. I know. I'm just like, oh, you don't actually have a mustache. mustache. <laughs> it's just like, wax it's like one of Gardner's top three traits. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have some other mentions that need improvement on the season. It was our first time using NFL Sunday Ticket app, watching all the games, so there could be a lot of user error. We, I know I struggled for a while. We were, yeah, if we had a preseason to test it with. I wouldn't have wanted to watch all those preseason games. Once. I wouldn't have cared about I was that. just like, when you when you explained it to me, you're saying, like, you can watch up to eight games at a time. That's what we and thought. I'm the same screen. you know, the full screen filled with, like, you know, eight little boxes. Evenly spaced. Yes. Right? Evenly spaced. <laughs> no, they're We like... had three on, and, like, the sides of the TV shrunk. Like, I mean... There's so much dead gray space. I like, don't know anything about technology and, like, the inner workings of, like, engineering of a TV. 
but it just seems like it's 2020. We understand like, geometry and like and shapes it, it that are close squares. in certain games. You could only have up to four, and there were skips. Yeah, rewinds, as advertised, there was eight, right? Uh, that's like I thought. I don't know where I saw it. But I then the line, and then like you said, the fourth I just one said that live on air, and you might have been lying. We're not live. I need you to fact check that. <laughs> we have a correction. Um, the second <laughs> one is. CBS. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. get your shit together, CBS. What happened with CBS? I might have been is, at that point. God damn, it's week one in the NFL, right? You During the noon all, games. All the same commercials? And no, it's a world where live sports are not, they're hard to come by nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I turn on CBS at noon on a Sunday, I don't want to see Billy Bob Thornton putting together a team of misfit baseball children. And banging their moms. I want to watch football. I don't need to see a la Billy Bob Thornton, a la Bad News Bears. I want to see football. I have a question. There were three late games. Is it, was it maybe because... There were two tonight. I was saying, is it maybe because there was two on Monday Night Football, why there was a missing no, one? No, because there were still plenty of... That's a good thought, but normally there's like bye weeks going on. So there's yeah. usually less games. Okay. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I don't know. Question. Because I've never seen Bad News Bears. It's not a football movie? No, it's Who baseball. Who are the Bears? Baseball. baseball. It's a baseball the Bears team. are the baseball team? Yeah. Is it in Chicago? No. What? That makes sense. You see what my mind went, though? Sure well, he's LA a drunk, and for some reason, So it's he's, in Wisconsin? I don't, I don't know if it was Coral. This really is turning into a movie podcast, because... <laughs> are there any animals <laughs> in Bad News Bears? It's a bear. No. Oh, wait. Uh, it's like, really? He's got a, he's, there's a daughter that he has who's way too old for what she says she is, and a guy, a, a child... That rides a mo- uh, motorcycle. <laughs> so I don't need to It's see not it. the worst movie ever, but it should not be on Sunday at noon. Yes. So that was our last money. That's our personal. They were trying to bait and again. switch somebody into watching that. They're like, they're going <laughs> to turn <laughs> this on, think it's a football game, and they're going to be like too enthralled with bad news bears. Well, they're not going to turn Kyle's on. trying to carry his team to a victory by going to get a third TV and bringing it downstairs so we can watch more games, and then boom, bad news bears. <laughs> I'm enjoying this ectogasm. I think it's good. This is good. Yeah, this is really nice. I'm, just, I, I'm still, I'm like on day two of my hangover and it's not treating me bad. That's it. I didn't even have that thought. Well, I didn't expect you to have a two day hangover, but. I think I'm just sleepy. Let me just say this, Jake <laughs> and Jess, you did your wedding right if Kyle's suffering a two day hangover. Yeah. <laughs> I was ripping Like I said, we shots. haven't drank like that in months yeah. Yeah. because oh, yeah. there's been no, like I was just thinking like I did a shot and I'm like, I don't, I don't even remember what? the last time I did a shot. Like crazy. Moving on to Bruce Clues this week. Bruce Clues. You start, because I started last week because I just listened to that on the way here because I realized I didn't finish last week's episode. <laughs> nice. I had 14 minutes left. I was like, eh, hey, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> All right, so my... Oh, I need a team, team list. That's a good call. I feel like I have... I guess let me know. I feel like I have less... I feel like my clues are less robust than in the past. Good. Mine are two. Mine are two, but that's also good because I listened to your clues just recently, and you put all you pack everything in there, and that gets confusing. Good, because like now I was like, clues. "Am I doing too much or not enough?" Okay. Uh, and this week, a uh, new rule is: oh yeah, you have to have a current season clue in involved within the or at least by the second clue. Yeah, bye bye. Okay, so my first clue is about this running back who has played for two separate teams in his career, and he's rocking a 4.1 career average yards per carry, which is not bad. It's uh, it's above a lot of people. It's not amazing, but it's 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 pretty solid. 
But with that pretty solid stat line for a career yards per carry average, he's never really been the unquestioned kind of leader of his team. So you have a guy who's played for two teams, 4.1 yards per carry average on his career. So he typically plays pretty well, but he hasn't ever really been the unquestioned starter of his team. My first instinct is... I'm going to do a cycle of the teams before I say anything. Do this the elevator music that normally would <laughs> James White. It's not James White. It's a good wait, hold on. Yes. Yay. I thought you were gonna look up to see if that was the answer. Wait a minute. <laughs> I can't remember if he played for the team before the Patriots. I I honestly I want to say remember. no, but I I don't remember for sure, but I, I want to say no. Alright, clue number two. Then say no. No. Clue number two. This year, so he's still, of course, you know, compared to the first clue, he's still not the first running back on his team. A lot of people would argue that this year he isn't even the second running back on his team and, and rather the third running back on his team. Uh, however, last uh, week on Sunday, he ended up getting more touches, so combined receptions and rushing attempts. He, he was second, essentially. He, he was not the first running back on the team, but he touched the ball second most at the running back position on his team this past Sunday. He also scored his first touchdown since December of 2017. Naheem Hines? Ooh, that's a good guess, too. It's not Hines. Oh. That's a good guess as well. That fits, like, everything. It does. It if, really does. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I don't know if he's been on a second team. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. NFC West is the division that he's in. So that is, I'm trying to find the, oh, you have the, the better thing where they're, are they even near each other? Who, you know, who, who's the NFC West? No, they're not. They're just scramble. That's so dumb. <laughs> who's in the NFC West? I don't know the divisions. The NFC West consists of the Cardinals, the Seahawks, the Rams, and the 49ers. Cardinals, Seahawks, Rams, 49ers. He's played on two teams, never really been the unquestioned starter. He's, he's like been the starter and like, oh, there's like somebody got hurt or something for a game or two or something like that. 4.1 career I'm going to say Jarek McKinnon. That is correct. Circle, circle Jarek McKinnon. That's for clue two. Oh, no. I was going to say McKinnon last time, but I was like, 4.1? Eh. Yeah, pretty impressive. I was, right? I was considering McKinnon. He was one of my top ones, so okay. He averaged eight yards per carry on Monday. So, anyone who was watching the 49ers <laughs> Cardinals game might have heard this. The announcers were talking about the, the person in the booth who had the the magic marker that can circle random stuff in the game, show the first down line, they can highlight a player real quick. They're talking, they're like, oh, if you go ahead and circle Jarek McKinnon, but they kind of slurred everything together. So it's like, well, if you go ahead and circle Jerk McKinnon, <laughs> and so Mike's wife and I, Natalie, just like look at each other. Well, like, did you hear that? It's like, yeah, they just say circle jerk. I was like, I'm pretty sure. But she looked it up on YouTube, and they said, no, circle I, Jarek McKinnon. Oh, see, and she said it was tw- trending on Twitter, like, right after him. Yeah, so it's you all really alone. You it just sounded like they said, circle Jarek McKinnon. I was like, <laughs> okay. I was so confused about that. Like, I didn't even, like, I think all of us were like, wait, what were they actually trying to say? What if your clue was, this man is known for standing in a circle with other men. Okay, well, I got a point out of it. Who is your Bruce Clues? Do you want to just tie back? Yeah. Damn, what the shit. Um, in his rookie year... He finished as the wide receiver 31 in standard, putting together a great 900-yard, seven-touchdown season, and finishing up as the second-best wide receiver on his team, of which he is still on. 
Okay, so he has... I have such a great list of teams in front of me. Rookie year, he finished the wide receiver 31, 900 yards, 7 touchdown. Still the wide receiver 2 on his team, and he's still on that team since that he was on his rookie year. Gotcha. I'm going to say... And you didn't give me the year of his rookie year. I want to say... 1953. Oh, crap. Mm -hmm. Tom Brady's grandfather. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Tom Brady. Tom? (laughs) Tim would have been so much better. How about DK Metcalf? That was also... Oh, no, that was the wrong one. There we go. It was oh, really? DK Metcalf. Oh, my goodness. I knew he had a good rookie yes. year, and I knew he was still the second wide receiver. Ah. It was DK Metcalf. You oh. might have gotten in the next clue anyways, because I kept it short, because if you paid attention yesterday, you know, I said he led his team in receiving yards in week one, but he was still had the fourth most receiving yards in the game. He had 95 yards, but the Falcons balled out. Oh, I see. I see. I yeah. see. Russell Gage on my dynasty team. Yeah, dude. Spench. Oh, he's in the NFC West. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so they, yeah, you got your first one on the first clue. We didn't say the score at the beginning. Is it, what uh, is it, um, it H of 4? You gained two on me, so I think it's 9 to 6 now. Yeah. Well, now I just got three points. Yeah, I gave you that already. Wait, I don't know. I'm not doing math right now. <laughs> we'll figure You're it still out. Hungover. Still hungover. Still <laughs> hungover. Two days later. Something. Math. Yeah. I'm still winning. If you're still hungover when this comes out, then I'm going to be concerned. <laughs> I'm drinking right now. <laughs> like I'm drinking beer right now. Credit <laughs> the all right, well, yeah. congrats on your first clue one answer. Oh, what a oh, man. What a good feeling. When I was talking about the Eagles earlier, I was like trying not to like straight up say that their receivers all had three receivers over 100 yards to like, <laughs> not make <laughs> you be fresh in your head. <laughs> I was like, you, if you listen back, you'll hear me be like, oh, the Falcons, uh, uh, Julio Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost made DK Metcalf my high guy this week, so I was looking at his stat line specifically. And I was comparing it to Tyler Lockett because I wanted to see, like, who... Yeah. Uh, Jack, you care to any, add any final notes? No. I mean... <laughs> I'm just saying, you know... I thought maybe you'd want to discuss my team, but I, I think... What's saying? No, feel free. What do you want to talk about? Well, I want to talk about how I had the worst position in the draft. Last is not the worst position in the draft. Seventh is probably the worst position in the draft. But I, for somebody who doesn't know, last what is doing, not the worst position you can read. It, it just depends. Doing, and I have very specific taste, so I feel like I. You do, mean you only know certain players? That's exactly what I was trying <laughs> to say in a nice. I have very specific taste, aka I only pick people I recognize in it. Ooh. The NFL website still won't let me sign into fucking fantasy, so fuck you, NFL.com. Uh, Jackie has Blake Jarwin, so I sent you a trade offer because he's out for the season. So you no. try to get him? I knew no. it. I saw you got hurt. I tried to give her a tight end. <laughs> I, I saw you got hurt. Yesterday. Yeah, he's out for He's probably out for Fantastic. I'm off to an awesome start this year. What else? Why? I got whooped. There's a trophy well, downstairs I, I here do that need only to get rid of Vaughn because I obviously picked well, him and that was a other dumb pick. Well, other names, but not your name. <laughs> right? Yeah. What? So that's how your week, your fantasy week went? Well, I was proud of Todd Gurley, obviously. Like, I think everyone has mediocre expectations and I I was fine with how he performed um that diving over the line I get that kind of review all the time Murray did good I thought lots I mean Mike and I traded lots for Crosby 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 did alright the, yeah, they scored fine. I mean Let's like I it said too. it's not gonna make or break my team to trade kickers with you yeah yeah oh yeah so, Crosby won't be on my team fine. in two weeks or he'll be on my team the whole year one of the two 
<laughs> two, two weeks of the whole year. Depends I don't know. how much I care. To I'm no expert, you know. I just you know do a podcast. So kickers don't matter. Yeah, Mike, your final notes. Yeah, my final notes are I guess just feeling really good about the comeback city going on in Bruce Clues, but hopefully I can keep it up. I'm not winning for sure still right now, so that makes happen. And yeah, I'm just I'm really rooting for Justin Tucker. I want to see that 140. You're only rooting for him up to a certain amount, right? After I'm that, rooting for him after that. that no, <laughs> <laughs> if he hits it in week ten, I hope they don't miss. I hope they miss all their field goals and all their extra points. That would yeah. also be insane for a kicker, I guess. Apparently, Patriots one and zero, Packers one and zero, Packers one and zero. Yeah, Buccaneers. Are, they're, I mean, they're not my favorite favorite. I'm just gonna throw it already. out there. Titans one and zero. Yeah. T-Rex. They haven't played yet, but we'll see. Jags want to know. If you go come on this podcast and go, update, the Titans lost. I'm so pissed. <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, yeah, I'll, I don't want to say it now because then I, it would be dumb to record it later. But if they lose, I'll say something funny. Tighten up. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Fantasy Brewers Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Brewers Pod. You can also follow us to download our episodes every week on any of your favorite podcasting services like Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Thanks again for listening. Have a beer for us on Sunday.